Where's oh, Scott there? Scott, the Lord changed to what I had <laughs> before I got here tonight. I talked to Scott this afternoon. I told him I had a message and had it all prepared. And, and then at the fifth hour, the Lord says, no, you're going to say something else. So here we go. I'm going to take you guys on this journey with me tonight. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, the Bible talks about there, it says there, he gave some to be apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists for the equipping of the saints. And I'm afraid that sometimes as pastors, we don't do a good job of equipping you for what you're going you're in, to in, encounter in this life. What you're going to encounter as far as the battle that rages in the spiritual realm. We like to give you scripture. We like to give you all these things and, and make us feel good. But we don't equip you for the, the, the battle when it's right in the heat of it. And as we advance the kingdom, obstacles will block our path bring, as we br- try to bring about his kingdom. Normally it doesn't come from the outside, but it comes from within. It's that battle within our mind. It's the battle with our flesh. That is where it really begins. The enemy wants all-out devastation. He is not interested in just knocking you down. He wants to destroy you. We must get mad enough at the enemy to do something about it, or we will succumb to his tactics. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be a sober mind. Be alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. See, we get down, we get discouraged, the enemy begins speaking lies to us. We begin believing the lies, and then fear sets in. He will tell you, he will give you this word, he'll say, if you just settle, if you will just back off, if you will just cease, he actually will negotiate a ceasefire from a position of fear. Paul used these words like stand. When you've done all you can do, then stand. He used words in James like this. He said, resist the devil. James 4, 7. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. The word resist in the Greek. I, I thought I was, in, I put, I just pointed out the, the red stuff there. It, take a complete, a stand against the, the Greek word there. It means refusing to be moved or pushed back unswervingly standing, ardently withstanding, without giving up, to strongly resist an opponent. That's what he's talking about when we resist. Some of you don't even know there's a battle going on. You've already been overtaken and you've given in. The enemy will continue to attack those, though, who continue to try to bring about the kingdom of God. When you least expect it from a direction which you didn't anticipate, he will teach you, he will teach you how to war if you will, if I will, I will teach you tonight how to war in the spirit realm if you will allow me. This battle is not against flesh and blood. Some would say, I didn't even know there was a battle, but I want to give you the tools to equip you tonight for the fight. As I was gone back this last week doing my, da- my dad's funeral, a friend of mine from the past showed up at the funeral. He was in the battle of Fallujah in, in over in Iraq. During the most bloodiest time of the battle, he told me, he says, Greg, I would pray for my guys as they went out each day. Lord, let us see our enemy before he sees us. And give it, it gives success. 
make our weapons hit their mark, confuse and confound their plans. David said it like this, teach my hands to battle. See, this gave me an example in the physical realm of what God wants us to do in the spiritual realm, but we don't do it. See, in the spirit realm, I see this. I see the enemy's many minions. Not the devil himself, because he doesn't have the time to take out for us. I want you to know that right now. He lets his minions do the bidding. It is a constant warring. It is a constant attack. It is constant skirmishing. He's looking to attack, unsuspecting when you're not looking. Now let me give you this word of caution tonight. Don't go around picking a fight with the enemy. Sometimes we think we're invincible. We are not. We are not even on the same ground as he is. The enemy is good at what he does. They were talking to to Billy Graham one time because he never had anything bad to say about anything. And so they, they were kind of trying to trick him. They said, well, what do you think about the devil? And he says, I think he's good at his job. See, the enemy is good at what he does. I don't want you to put yourself unnecessarily in harm's way. Sometimes we will foolishly think we're invincible when we're not. It'll be to your own demise. I see these men of the Bible. See, we want to operate, though. The Bible wants us to operate from a place of servanthood and weakness and submission, not a place of physical strength. Attacks will come. You must choose how you will battle. Give in, give up, or give over, or make your stand and stand your ground. See, David did not go out looking for a fight. I was thinking about this as I was preparing this message. The bear and the lion, he did not go out looking for them. He was battling on behalf of his father's possessions, even God's possessions. Defending that which belonged to God already. See, when he fought Goliath, he once again, he wasn't going out looking for a fight. He was looking to defend the people of God. Don't put yourself in peril by thinking you are invincible. I can't. Sometimes sometimes we'll even say to ourselves, I can't lose. I've got God on my side. Oh, yes, you can. We need to make sure we we position ourselves from a firm foundation, clean hands and a pure heart. If I have dealt unjustly with someone, if there is unforgiveness in my heart, then I must position myself correctly before God or he will not defend me. Then we can pray with a holy violence, a powerful and effective prayer. Yes, on the outside, we may look beaten down, robbed, weak, and our, but our prayers come from a place of desperation, crying out, not settling. We're resolved, resilient, resistant, restored, revived, and renewed. This is not a, an emotional resistance. See, tonight I'm not talking about, even though your emotions will get involved in this battle, see, our emotions, our feelings will fluctuate. We've got to take our stand in obedience. Not whether we feel like it or not. It's determined, it's dependent on Him, and our diligence is dependent on Him. We, get over, we will get overrun if we walk emotionally. I mean this on both sides. Sometimes we can be overconfident about ourselves. We think we have it all together, and God will allow us to be cut off at our legs. But on the other side, there are those that emotionally are drained and they just want to quit because you know what? It's a lot easier to sign that ceasefire with the devil than to keep fighting against the enemy. 
I want you to know tonight how to battle the enemy. I want you to get alone. I want you to get desperate. I want you to get violent. I want you to take captive every thought. This is our offensive move. Refuse sin. Refuse fear. Refuse to back up and stand. See, Ephesians 6.13 says, Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist the devil in the evil day. We are living in the evil day. And having done everything to stand firm, stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with the truth, having your put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. See, he wants us to put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. How do I know this? I came back this week. And I felt like the enemy, as soon as I got home, he wanted to overrun me. Pretty soon I began to believe what he was telling me. Yeah, this is going to happen. If you don't stop, if you don't stop doing what you're doing, Greg, you know what? I am going to do this to your life. I am going to cause this to come into your path. And you know what happens? Pretty soon we go, mm, I don't want that. See, we'll begin to operate in a, in a spirit of fear. And from that place of fear, the enemy puts us in a place where we'll have to sign his peace treaty. God does not want us signing peace treaties. He has called us to resist the devil. He has called us to stand. Now, I want you to know, I am, if you look at those words that he talks about in the New Testament, resisting and standing, it's not an offensive position in the sense of, of taking it to him, but it's an it's a, it's a offensive position in saying, I am not going to be moved. I will not be pushed back. See, and that's where I'm talking about in this place where we don't want to operate in an emotional sense where we go off of our feelings. I feel good. I feel strong. So I'm going to take it to him. And then what happens is we get a good whooping and then we got to come back. How many times have we been there? See, you're going to hear the enemy say, just turn in, just give up. If you will do this, I will let you rest. You will begin to believe him if you keep listening. But see, Romans 7, 23 says, but if I see, a different, I see a different law in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind, and make me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is in my members. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 says, for the weapons of our warfare are not the flesh, but they are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Ephesians 6, 12 but against powers and against the worldly forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of weakness in heavenly places. I want you to know tonight, you are not here by accident tonight. God assigned you. He wanted you to be here. God wanted you to hear this message. He wanted you to know tonight that you do not have to give up. He wanted you to know tonight, if you're not in the battle, you're about to be. He wanted you to know tonight, if you're feeling good about yourself, get ready because around the corner, there's going to be a battle and it's going to wage against you. There are skirmishes ready to happen. I want you to know tonight, the Bible says that we need to pray, pray, pray. Pray until something happens. Push. Pray until something happens. Ephesians 6, 18 says, With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with the, 
with with perseverance and petition for all the saints. You are not called just to pray for yourself. You are called to pray for others. If all you do is spend all your time thinking about yourself and praying for yourself, you are not in in, in the spirit of God where he wants you. He wants you battling on behalf of others, not just on yourself. You know what? We spend so much time pity partying around with our own selves. And God says, listen, it's time that you stand up and you start battling on behalf of others. You battle on behalf of your kids. You battle on behalf of your city. You behalf on behalf of your church. But we're so busy taking care of ourselves, we can't even see straight. Matthew 26, 41, Jesus knew this because he said, keep watching and praying that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Ephesians 6, 10, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. 2 Samuel twenty two forty, 40, for I have... He has girded me with strength for battle. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. Those are the minions. I'm going to tell you right now, you have authority and power when you walk according to the Spirit of God over the demons that want to come against you. Now, some of you guys, you're saying, well, you don't understand, Greg. Lust just overtakes me at times. I know. I fight it too. But I'm going to tell you right now, what you've got to do is you've got to make a covenant with your eyes and say, I will not allow them to go to that place. I will not allow my thoughts to go in that range. I will stay close to God and heed to Him. I will not be allowed the enemy to take control of my mind. I will take captive. It is an aggressive act to take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. Psalms 18, 32 says, For... God who girds me with strength and makes my way blameless. He makes my feet like hinds feet and sets me upon high places. He trains my hands for battle. See, you were not created to be on a cruise ship. You were on a battleship so that my arms can bend the bow of bronze. Ephesians 3.16, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man. I am not talking tonight about an emotional experience that you think is going to try to carry you through. See, the other day when I came home and I, I just felt like overwhelmed. I felt like the enemy was just trying to do everything he could to bring fear into my life. Look at that place right down there. Look at Sequoia Dawn. It's falling apart, Greg. Do you really think you're going to make a difference there? Do you really think you can make a difference in, in, in some lives at Ignite or at Pleasant Valley? Do you really? And you know, pretty soon you, you go, I don't know, probably not. But I decided before it even got, because I recognized it early on. I could recognize in the spirit what the enemy was trying to do. He had tried to throw everything he could. He'll try to put lust, pride, envy, jealousy. He'll put all those things in front of you. He'll let them walk right in front of you just so you'll see if you'll, just to see if you'll look. Or take a gander. Or take a thought. But you take captive those thoughts. And I said, that night, I said, okay, I got to go to church, honey. I'm going down to Pleasant Valley right now. And I got in that little tabernacle. I turned on the worship music, and I began to shout out to God. I said, you know what, Lord? I hope every neighbor in this, this little community hears me. I hope that they know that there's a shout in me. I want these rafters to know tonight that the God of glory, he is all-powerful. He works in my life. And you know what? Begin As I begin to praise, as I begin to worship, as I begin to come against the darkness that wants to overtake, 
take me. It's easy to do. I'm going to tell you right now. It is going to happen when you walk out that door. You must decide right now that you're going to be in the battle and not allow the enemy to overtake you. Get ready and pray. Get ready and be powerful in the spirit of God. So tonight, what I want to do is I want to pray over you guys. Because I know if you're not in the battle, it's about to happen. Some, it, it, the rest may be just floating down the riverside right now. Go ahead and leave that light on just for a minute, uh, Bo. I'm going to pray over you. And as I do this, I want you to come into agreement. This is, I, I feel like the Holy Spirit gave me this prayer to pray over you guys. And I'm going to read it because I feel like it's, it is that powerful. It was that powerful to lift me out of that place where I was about to go, about to drown. But tonight, some of you, maybe you're in that place where you're about to drown. I want you to know tonight, the enemy can be, that, 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 that hell that he has over you can be shattered. Those chains and shackles that he puts on you, he wants to break off of you. So I'm going to ask you right now to close your eyes. Heavenly Father, Tonight, I pray right now that we take captive every thought. The enemy already is already trying to speak to our, some minds right now in the name of Jesus. We take captive those thoughts right now. Don't allow the enemy. I'm going to tell you right now, it's already, something's already been said in some of your minds. You're already listening to it. I want you to close that, that, that voice off right now. Turn down the volume of that right now. That is the wrong spirit. We pull down strongholds. We take captive every thought. My mind is subjected to Jesus Christ. We come into divine alignment with the Holy Spirit. We veto, disannul, discredit all spiritual attacks proposed and set by the enemy. We establish divine boundaries around our thoughts, our families, and our possessions. We marshal all disputings in the spiritual realm. We contend with those who would contend with us. I request that God clothe us in the garments of war. He unleashes his divine arsenal. Let terror strike the hearts of those who oppose the will of God. Gird us with strength. Teach my hands to wage war. For you are my rock and my shield and my strong tower. Father, beat down the enemy on my behalf. Let me see my enemies before they see me. Let me surprise my enemy unannounced. Hide from me, from my enemy, under your cover. Give me strategy and divine counsel. Disclose the enemy's plans and devices for me. I operate from the spirit of servanthood. We come as servants of the Most High God. I disallow, disapprove and any provocation or any pronouncements of opposing forces, any satanic harassments and satanic surveillance and evil schemes. I cast off the spirit of oppression, depression and harassment, that it may be removed, stripped and separated. I decree and declare all contracts with the enemy are broken and destroyed. I sever them. I cut them off. Generational curses, idle words, wishful thoughts, daydreams, ideas, ungodly meditations. I ask for divine deliverance, a prayer shield, a hedge of protection, a bloodline established around my life. No preparation or penetration from the enemy's attacks shall withstand or advance the kingdom of God. Let me be synchronized to the spirit of God, for the spirit of the Lord is upon us as we advance the kingdom. Grant us a fresh supply of the Spirit of God. A new baptism to restore, revive, and refresh me for battle. Thwart any ambushes of our souls. Any traps set for us. Over
overthrow the plans of the troublemakers. I request divine strategies and tactics and weaponry identified to resist the plots of the enemy. Disallow, disengage, and destroy and defeat the plans and purposes of the enemy against us. Let them fall by their own counsel. Let them be put to shame. Confound their proud thoughts. Let the destruction they have set for me be their own demise. I want you to hear this, people. Let them be caught in their own traps, devices, and nooses, and ambushes. The pits and the fire and the very beast that they have set for me to entrap them. Let it destroy them by their own intentions. Root them out, frustrate, confuse, confound, and destroy the works of the enemy. All walls erected by the enemy are toned down by the righteousness of God. Let me come into alignment in your season. Sync myself up with your spirit and function under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Your timetable, your season... The eyes of my spirit are open with clear vision that I may see the intentions of my enemy. May there be a moratorium on the enemy's influence, a moratorium on the enemy's power as the Lord of heaven. He wars on my behalf, overruling and overthrowing the plans and the prayers. They shall not come to pass. Spoken slanderous words, they shall not endure. They shall not take root in my life. Bridle the lips of the enemy. Confound his purposes. Scatter the enemy. Shoot your arrows from heaven make fools of their alliances blot out diabolical diabolical schemes break into pieces the shackles of iron let their princes be cut off from the attack i pray god release your power your presence and your purposes oh god confirm the words of your servant war on those we war for those in agreement right now our hearts are one as we battle as one one unit one army we will not settle for substitutes we release the wealth of the wicked for the godly cough it up loose it up release it uncontaminated and undefiled for the purpose of the godly enlarge our tent pegs and open up my gates god is my divine counsel he exacts his truth and i shall not be moved i announce tonight that the enemy, I deny any access that he has, any words that have been spoken against me. I pray right now, let the heavens be open. Send forth your glory, O Lord. Release your will into our lives. I want you to read these scriptures with me. Lift your heads, you gates. Be opened up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up. You ancient doors that the king of glory may come in. I've heard many whispering, terror on every side. Denounce him. Let denounce him. All my friends are waiting for me to slip, saying, perhaps he will be deceived. Then we will prevail over him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. So my prosecutors will stumble and not prevail. They will fall and be thoroughly disgraced. Let their honor be ever forgotten. The Lord will march out like a mighty champion. Like a warrior, he will stir up his zeal. With a shout, he will raise the battle cry and will triumph over his enemies. For a long time, I have kept silent. I have been quiet and held myself back. But now, like a woman in childbirth, I cry out, I gasp, and I pant. Hebrews 12, 4, you have not resisted yet to the point of shedding blood and striving against sin. I want you to know tonight, if you believe that, I want you to know tonight, don't give up. 
Don't give in. I don't want this to be an emotional plea tonight. I don't want this to be a spiritual high that will soon leave you. I want to leave you equipped, ready for the enemy. As his assault comes, you were reminded, I will resist. I will stand. I will pray. I will saturate myself in him. I'm reminded of Super Bowl 37 when one of the coaches, he was fired from one team and he went to the other team. He had a secret because as they were playing that football game, he knew what their plan was. And as the play were playing that game. It was the Buccaneers against the Raiders. On that occasion, the, the, the Buccaneers defense, they were saying to themselves, how is it that we know exactly what their plan is? I want you to know that you can know, you can understand. If you allow the Spirit of God to begin to move in your life, to saturate you, to let the Spirit of God move through you so that you can begin to understand where the enemy is, I want you not to be surprised. When he comes along and he wants to battle you, I want you not to be surprised. I want you to be like 1 Peter 4, 12. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you, that has come to test you as though something strange were to happen. I want you to know tonight. I want you to go to yourself. When it happens, I want you to go, oh, Greg told me about this. He told me this was just about to happen. He told me that this woman was going to walk right in front of me or on this TV show that this woman was going to prance around. You know what? He told me that was going to happen. I had to be ready. He told me to get myself ready for the battle because I need to be in it. I can no longer just sit on the sideline. I have to be ready to do what God wants me to do. Battle on behalf of myself. Battle on behalf of my church, my family, my city. That's what you are called to do tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you for your mercy.